All right, this is Brent Leary, and I have the pleasure to have with me today Mari Smith. Mari is one of the foremost thought leaders in social media, and especially when it comes to Facebook. Yeah, she's like the queen. Mari, thank you for joining me today. Oh, my pleasure. I am delighted to be here. Thanks for having me, Brent. So I know you're about to have uh, a really cool webinar in a couple of weeks called Seven Steps to Facebook Success, How to Make Money on the World's Number One Social Network, which is a big question everybody has. But before we jump into that, maybe you can give us a little bit of your personal background and how you got to be what a lot of people call the queen of Facebook. <laughs> yes, yeah, so throughout my entire career, I've had a, a deep passion for really two areas, and that's people and technology. And um, I am Scottish-Canadian. I was born in Canada. I spent 20 years in Scotland, and then I moved to San Diego, where I live now, in 1999. And uh, really since then, since 99, I was deeply immersed in the world of e-commerce, Internet marketing. I was an online marketing consultant for a long number of years. And then in uh, 2007, Facebook just kind of fell into my lap. I got invited to be on the beta test team of an app. And it was really a defining moment in my life. I just, I just fell in love with Facebook. Within weeks, I became an evangelist. I thought I could just feel that the, the site had something magical. And I think I almost like had a premonition that, that you know, this site was going to be um, life-changing for many people. And they hadn't even reached their first 100 million at that point. You know? <laughs> um, and so in, in a way, I was an early adopter, but I was also a little late to the party because they had opened to the public um, about a year before I got on, uh, 2006. And so I just many of my, my friends said to me, you know, that because I have this, this combined passion for people and technology, that social media is such a perfect match for my personality style. I'm very outgoing and friendly and chatty, but I also have um, a real passion for understanding technology and being able to distill complex um, features and explain them in, in a simple way. So that's basically, yeah, they, the rest is history as they say, but, but that's where it started is just a, an absolute passion for, for, for Facebook and, and really becoming evangelist for the site. And, helping people to get started on it and understanding the, the complexity of this, this site. So you said right from the start you kind of knew this was Facebook was going to be something that was going to be big. Uh, when did you know it was going to be important for small businesses? Well, right away too. And it's, it's interesting because you know Facebook has been in the news on and off uh, for years with concerns about privacy. And I just have a real simple approach to privacy. And it's like a three-part approach, and uh, pretty much everything, everything, 100% of everything I ever post online, I pass it through this, this three-part filter, and that is, would I be comfortable with this on the front page of the New York Times or you know, a big billboard or something? Would I be happy with this found in a Google search in years to come because everything could essentially be archived? And would I be proud of my own mom to read this? So if it doesn't pass that test, and I just don't put it online, period, even behind the tightest of privacy filters, because there's always, you know, people can take screenshots and you don't know, I mean, Facebook is accessing this data. And so that gives me peace of mind. That's from a personal private standpoint. From a small business marketing standpoint, to me, it's all about relationships. You know, one of my books is called New Relationship Marketing, and relationship marketing is about fostering those relationships which you can start through social media, through Facebook, Twitter, sites like that, and then ultimately you might meet people 
in person, but it's really a matter of strategically thinking through what content are you posting through your personal profile and your Facebook fan page in a manner that people are like, you're, you're top of mind. When they think, gosh, you know, I really need to go and um, buy a new dress or, or get a wedding cake or, uh, you know, whatever different people do, hire a photographer, everything. They're like, you are top of their mind because they have built this relationship with you and you're in their feed, their news feed, sharing valuable content interspersed with little nuggets of personal, personal goodies. <laughs> right. Now, so sharing. Facebook, for the most part, are you seeing uh, are small business, are they pretty successful with using Facebook as a marketing mechanism for their businesses? Or are they still, if you had to say, like, on a scale of 1 to 10, uh, mm-hmm. how successful have small businesses been when it comes to leveraging the power of Facebook to help grow their business? Yeah. You know, I would say the vast majority of small businesses are probably somewhere around a three or a four on that scale, unfortunately. And I think the main reason being is that when Facebook went public over a year ago, now it's February of 2012, that up to that point and then absolutely since that point, Facebook is in a pay-to-play mode. They have a fiduciary duty to make money for their stockholders, and that's just the way it is. And so uh, it's just there's algorithms that are at play. You might buy ads in order to build a fan base, which is a terrific use of your advertising dollars. But then Facebook are like, well, we're only going to display your posts to a percentage of your fans. You, your posts will never get seen by 100% of your fans in the newsfeed. Um, it could be anywhere from 2% to 48%. I think that Facebook said one time years ago it was about 16%. So that's something to keep in mind as a small business owner. Just because you have 1,000 fans, all 1,000 of those people are not seeing your posts. It could be a fraction of those. So then Facebook comes along and says, well, pay us. This is a, it's called promoted posts or boosted posts, um, and they're sponsored posts. There's just a lot of complex features in there that you can buy, but unless you know what you're doing, you might not be you know, might be wasting your money. You might not be getting a good ROI, return on investment. So I think where people struggle, Brent, is that there's these complex features. There's a lot of change. Uh, you know, Facebook's always tweaking their features, and then ultimately, really. If we even back up a second and take Facebook's complexity out of the picture and we look at the fundamentals of small business success, and a lot of it comes with not having a proper plan, not really knowing why am I on Facebook in the first place? What am I trying to do here? Am I trying to just generate leads or get better sentiment for my brand or actually sell product or improve customer service or just get visibility? Um, I would recommend, quite frankly, that most small businesses approach Facebook marketing from the standpoint of generating email leads, of, of gently guiding people across into your funnel, into your email list, get them onto your blog, your website, opting into your offers. So does that make sense? Absolutely. Uh, and it's kind of interesting. I guess still for the most part, uh, when it comes to Facebook and small business, they're, lever- they're they're trying to leverage it to build up, like you said, a list. Are mm-hmm. you seeing, uh, or maybe I should ask, what percentage of small businesses are actually able to do direct commerce off of Facebook? Is that even in the equation for most of these businesses? 
It is. It is. And in fact, there's a whole sector of online commerce. It's called F-commerce. F-commerce is Facebook commerce. And um, there are new sites uh, and or, or services, platforms popping up all the time. I just um, came across a new one recently uh, called Vionic, and they have a um, app that you can add. Uh, one of their main apps is uh, called, I think it's called IQ Offer. And you can put up an offer that's maybe you know 50% off for the next 24 hours, and then you can drive people there through an ad, for example. And uh, people can click on that and purchase right away through PayPal. Um, and so for the small business owner, that's a way to instantly monetize uh, an offer. And Facebook themselves, you know, Facebook actually has an offers feature. And, but the thing with that is like you click the button and you claim them. Now just because somebody's claimed an offer doesn't mean that money has actually passed hands. Not yet. You have to then you know make them go through a few more hoops to to pay the money. But um, F commerce, you know, I think quite frankly is still in its infancy. I think we've got another couple of years yet where people are starting to feel really comfortable to get their credit card out. You know, PayPal, there's a, a trust um, already existing there, which is great. But to get the credit card out and say, okay, I feel happy to buy this right off of Facebook. Um, it's just a little early days yet. Let's talk a little bit about expectations uh, from a small business perspective with Facebook. Do you feel that a lot of small businesses going to trying to leverage Facebook with expectations that are kind of out of whack or a little too over the top, or are they starting to approach it with a little more of a, a realistic approach at this point? You know, yeah, I'm glad you asked this question because there, there's this concept called Facebook fatigue. And <laughs> Facebook fatigue is predominantly applies to the everyday user. So the fatigue is more from a personal profile standpoint. People just get tired of not getting the kind of stuff they want in their newsfeed. But it does also apply to the small business owner because of these different factors of you know, people struggle to really build a decent fan base and, and just just when they think they're getting some critical mass and now they're realizing they're not reaching all those fans and um, they get a little frustrated. And, and, but I, I think you're right. I think that the, a lot of people that I talk to, a lot of small business owners, uh, they come to Facebook thinking it's the holy grail. They think that, you know, okay, it's got over a billion members. There's just so much buzz. It's the number one social network. It has been for years. There, there are stories of people making millions of dollars uh, through Facebook marketing. And, um, you know, many of them are spending money to make that money, you know, with the Facebook ads, which is, quite frankly, the most incredible targeted demographics that your money can buy, far better than any other advertising product. And I don't have any agenda in saying that. I'm, it's just fact because one thing, quite frankly, here's the thing. One thing that Facebook, excuse me, that small business owners could do is with their email list, let's say somebody's built up an email list of 1,000 people and they're from other sources, not necessarily through Facebook. You can take that database and upload it to Facebook using what's called the Power Editor. You just go to facebook.com slash Power Editor. Upload their own database. Now Facebook's going to go and, and, and um, search their site and match profiles with your database. Now maybe only half of them will match, so that's okay. Now you have this set of maybe 500 people that you can find out lots more information. You can actually segment your database and, and, and glean a ton of information that Facebook will give you as a result of matching them. 
and you can now place ads. You can advertise to people on your own database um, and, and just that kind of thing. It's called custom audience. And then you can do something what's called lookalike audience, which means Facebook will then gather up an audience of people that you can advertise to that has never knew about you, are not on your list, are not your fan, but they look similar to your current database. Pretty cool, huh? That's really awesome. Uh, coming from a, a CRM guy perspective, that that's uh, really I, – I didn't know about that. That's great. But the, yeah. and, well, before we let you go, because this has been great and mm-hmm. a lot of great information, I wanted to kind of figure out if you were a small business who's kind of looking at Facebook to build a list, what kind of content may work best when you're trying to do it from that perspective? Yeah, you know, I have this rule, basically 80-20. So talk about them, the fans, give them just no agenda value about 80% of the time. When I say no agenda value, that looks like uh, OPC, other people's content. So you're sharing a mix of your content, blog posts, articles, tips, resources, tools, and then 20% of the time you're going to ask for the sale. You're going to ask for the lead. Uh, one of my favorite ways is with free webinars. I, I gather up my fans and drive them over to an opt-in page where I capture their email address. So that's where I'm going to periodically do that. I don't do it all the time. Maybe once a quarter uh, I'll do an initiative where I'm, I'm gathering up, you know, I'm doing an offer. So that's just something to keep in mind is that you don't have to be asking for the sale all the time, but you have to have it strategically mapped out in your marketing calendar really for the year as to when are you going to do your different promotions, and that's interspersed with adding tons of value on a regular basis, ideally once a day. Even if you just did one post a day, maybe two posts a day on Facebook, your, your fan page, uh, that would be plenty. That would be sufficient. We had a great conversation with Mari Smith. And Mari, before we let you go, you did mention mm-hmm. something about a webinar. Maybe you can fill yes. folks in on the next one you're doing. Absolutely, yeah. Well, uh, it's June 4th, and it's coming up on Tuesday, June 4th. It's, uh, you mentioned it earlier, it's basically called Seven Steps to Facebook Success, and I'm going to be going deeper, much deeper. It's 90 minutes. It's a live streaming webinar. People will see me on camera. I'm broadcasting from a studio in San Diego. It will be live and interactive. We will record it in case folks can't, can't uh, make it, and they can just find details at amarismith.com. Um, I've got it at the top of my site there. And um, go ahead and, and join us. And if they're hearing this interview after the fact, they can pick up the replay. Well, uh, Mari, this has been a pleasure. And once again, you can get the details from the webinar at marismith.com. Mari, thanks again for your time. My pleasure, Brent. Good to be here.